What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. What's going on, Jay? Not much. What's going on tonight, fellas? Man, looking to get into another great episode for tonight. But want to quickly remind you, you can catch us on Grind City TV. That's Tuesday nights, prime time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download it on your Roku TV app and also on the Google Play app. Also, you can give us a follow on TikTok at Hold a Husband Podcast as well as follow us and give us a like on Facebook. All right, T. All right. Uh, I also have my other co-host on the line. I got my man SD. What's going on, bro? Man, you know, same old, same old, man. I want to give a yeah. shout out to Brother Soul Productions for keeping the background yeah. music fresh all the time and to uh, yeah, let yeah. you all know to donate to the uh, podcast Cash App and PayPal. Uh, I want to remind everybody that y'all can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the core94.com. Uh, we got a real interesting episode tonight. Tonight, we're going to be focusing on youth and beauty. Um, and so we'll be talking, uh, we'll be discussing how a woman's youth and beauty impacts her dating experiences in a variety of ways. Uh, but before we get into our topic of the night, y'all know how we do it around here. Uh, we like to discuss things that we've seen on our timelines or things that, that have gone trending. Um, and we got a couple of interesting topics today. Uh, the first video that we're going to look at is a video of Cardi B talking about why she hates being famous. Let's take a listen. I can't. I hate fame. I hate being famous. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. I I really f- hate it. Let me tell you something. If y'all ever wish to be rich and famous don't wish to be famous don't wish to be famous wish to be rich yeah y'all see me these couple of days right y'all see that i've been partying going to the club with my nigga everything blah 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 y'all see that i've been in a good mood once i step out once i start doing anything that has to do with anything that will go on social media it's always always bad i'm so sick of it I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I hate it. Why me? Why me? I feel like God cursed me with fame. Dead ass. Dead fucking ass. God really- All right. Now, I can understand how she would, would reach that point where she feels that way. Um, but the irony of that is you became famous through social, I mean, uh, through reality TV and social right. media. Um, and those are both things where in order to even be involved in it, you have to be uh, seeking attention or clout to some degree. Um, but, but man, the trolls on social media are real. Um, and I'm not even famous and it's impacted me and you know what I'm saying? How I move and handle social media. So I can totally imagine why she would feel that way. Uh, I start with you SD. What'd you think when you saw, when you saw the video? Cap, that's what I think. About. <laughs> oh, that's that's what I think about it. Listen, don't blame God. All right? yeah. You chose to be. You were a stripper before you was famous. Like this is what you exactly. Wanted. This ain't God cursing you. This is the path you chose. Second shift at McDonald's is always open. 
You can always go second shift at McDonald's. So don't blame God when this is the life you chose and the guy you chose is also in the life. So your life is going to be out on Front Street all the time, much like your titties were when you were dancing out in the open. So it's cap for me, man. Yeah. I, what what I, about you, Jay? I agree with SD because what she's saying is it's diametrically opposed to her actions would say otherwise, right? She did things on social media to get clout and get attention, get notoriety, right? So, True. N- and now you got what you wanted, and now you're saying you hate it, but yet mm-hmm. you still continue to post on social media because nobody says she has to have a social media, right? Look, think about this. J- Jay-Z doesn't have a social media. I mean, he went on Instagram for like, what, an hour, quick 15 minutes, and he deleted well, after many files and deleted it. Yeah. Okay, let me be devil's advocate. Okay. If you are, if you were somebody that was famous prior to social media, then you don't need social media. You know what I'm saying? Like God, Will Smith true. just got on social media. Jay Z, like they, yeah, they're household names be, without social media. But if you somebody that's become a celebrity within the last five or ten years, you absolutely need it to, if you want to become one uh, in the top of your industry or one of the most recognized. And when you're in an industry where streams, sales imagery like you getting branding deals all that stuff has to comes into play with your social media so i i, I agree I, well I, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily cat because your feelings on something can change as you experience it like you don't really know what it's like to be rich and famous until you're in that predicament right and so so what you saying when you wishing and you broke hell yeah everybody wished they had a rolls royce when they broke you know what i'm saying like the, the things that you do, but everybody ain't ain't taking it to the extreme like you said. To be a stripper, you gotta be you gotta be seeking a certain amount of attention. That's you what, know I'm, what saying? I'm saying. And, like, and when she was dancing, she was like, "Yo, I was one of the most. She was one of the most popping strippers out there." Which yeah. means her name was ringing out, and people knew who she was. Like now, it's just a different level because of social media, and people can you can see all of these different right things. I think. I think what is she True. likes the parts that that benefit her. Now with anything, listen, you got to take the good with the bad here. Just like here, we we have you know plenty of followers, fans, and everything that like what we say, and we have you know critics and detractors in this business, right? But yeah, but she's but she's she wants all the good parts. She wants the benefits, but she doesn't want to take it the bad. And yeah, sometimes that's the downside of social media. But to say, oh, I wish I wasn't famous. Trust me, I, I she would rather be where she's at right now than to be. You know, a nobody here. That's what I'm. Yeah, saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. That's the path she chose because the people that get get what she t- is suggesting are usually the producers, the people that are behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like the writers, uh, the songwriters, people that that you might you might know their name. There's plenty of people in the music industry I can name, but I, I don't know what they look like necessarily. So mm-hmm. they can still they can still go to the grocery store. They can still show up at family functions and things oh. of that nature. Um, so I, I just think it was interesting because we see how much people, especially women, do for clout. They want to be seen. They want to be viewed as sexy and all that. They want to be able to make money off posts and monetize social media. Um, but once you become a name or a face that everybody can recognize, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have some, t- some type of negativity. 
Yes, uh, but you know what? You know what it remind me of real quick? Did y'all see the documentary with the Bulls, Michael Jordan documentary? The Last Dance, yeah. Yeah, yeah when he was like, man, I hate being famous. Um, he's sitting in his room and he's like, man, I can't go nowhere. He can't do nothing. And there was no right. social media then. So for right. Jordan, I would feel a little, for somebody like him, I would feel a little bit more empathy for because he didn't grow up in the social media era. But somebody who chose to get naked for people and chose to be out there mm. in the open like that, I don't have no no um, sympathy for him. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I can feel that. All right, now now this next uh, topic, I have a lot of sympathy for. Man, this these type of stories mm. really piss me off when whenever they go viral. <laughs> uh, but there's a, a video of a guy that served five years in prison for back child support. Um, and he finds out that the child that he went to jail over is not actually his. Let's take a listen. That's right. In the case of you spent five years in prison for failing mm, to pay mm, child mm. support for the defendant, Miss Sears' son, Dylan. That's right. In the case of Manser versus Sear. Dylan Sear. Mr. Manser, you are not oh, God. God. his father. Oh, man. Five years. Man, that's brutal, bro. Man. You know, like, like just any, any guy that gets the you not the father, a lot of them are happy because they they knew it. They was arguing like, man, I need my baby, whatever. And so they feel mm -hmm. vindicated. You, you know, they're like, if that was your stance, I, I get it. But if you was taking, doing, at least attempting to take care of the child or treating it as if it was your own, and, and you find that out after what he went through, man, it, it, furniture probably would have, I, I probably would have would have got arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't see man. myself handling that in a civil way. You know what I'm saying? Like, under those circumstances. Well, see, a lot of times, this is what happens when you, I, I can't really, I can't really say that because I got to, I understand the, the, um, the whole thing with child support right. a little bit. Like, when you go, when you go to child support court, and you're ordered to pay child support, at least in Illinois, they mm -hmm. ask you, hey, do you want to have a paternity test before we do the, set this amount? And you can have a paternity test. Okay, um, I didn't know that. Before <laughs> in Illinois, yes. I don't know about the rest of these states. I don't know where they're at. But most of yeah. them, you can before you actually agree to um, that that child is yours. You know what I'm saying? So if he had that that opportunity at that time and he declined and then he went into arrears because of back child support or whatever, that's on him. But right. you know, to me, I think I personally think that um should uh, be DNA mandatory test should be mandatory at, at birth. I don't even care. Because because, because there's backlash for a guy even simply wanting a paternity test. So yeah. even in the situation you described where uh, a a man can have a civil relationship with the baby mama and she puts him on child support he's you want a uh, paternity test he says yes she's gonna yeah. take offense to that Ooh, you right. know what i'm saying like like it. and, and <laughs> it's going to be used that that's kind of the 
the seed that creates the bitter baby mama. Cause it was like, oh, you you questioning me and I was loyal to you and I'm not a hoe. And like, it, it turns into a whole big thing. Um, exactly. So I, w- I wish it was mandatory so that I, that would take the, the burden off the guys. I, no, I couldn't agree more. I It should be mandatory at birth to get a paternity test. So this way you don't have situations like this, but see, it's seen as taboo because any type of accountability on a woman's part is just seen as taboo here. Think about this, you know, Child ended up being not here as he was in jail. Where's the accountability for, for the mom of that child here? No and penalty. We don't, we don't hear anything. No, no, no you ain't gonna hear nothing. But there's a reason why 80% of the uh, men on Maury Povich is not the daddy. These women be cheating as much as the dudes do. <laughs> exactly. All right? Don't let them Already. y'all to think yep. that they are, they're not doing it. Like, these women are cheating <laughs> just as much. So it, it's only smart for men <laughs> To exactly. request a paternity test, even though it's gonna cause issues. I don't care if y'all still together or whatever, it's gonna cause issues because right. so so what are y'all thoughts? It's an insult. One of the big the most controversial posts I I, I don't know, my, me and my wife argued over this post oh, was wow. one where uh the guy went and got the Walgreens paternity test where you swab the kid and oh, get it tested yeah. or whatever. Yep. Uh, he was, so he went and got the kids tested without discussing it with the mom. Now he was a crash dummy because he should have got rid of the results. You know what yep. I'm saying? Once he confirmed that they was his kids or whatever. But just the fact that he got the test done, his wife was ready to leave him over it. Of course. Um, and so me and my my wife was offended. She got offended over that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, if you would have did that to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she, so she was yelling yep. her feelings over it. And, I, and we, I'm like, I was arguing with her. I'm like, listen, women can't tell men how they got to confirm paternity. Like, that's the one one island women need to shut the hell up in could because you cannot ever have the perspective of a man. You don't never have to question your maternity. So that's the one area where women can't be trying to advise men or tell us how we have to do something. I think, it, you know, I think it's totally within his right to ask for a paternity. Now listen, if the guy, I remember, the, I remember that topic. I think we covered that a couple of years ago. At least if you're gonna do that, don't be sloppy. Wait, just leave it around. At least throw it away. But you know, you know, but, but at, at least you know, guy has a right to do that, right? He, he to should. Me, that's he smart. Wants to, yeah, because here's the thing with, with with this situation here, it's not an anomaly. I think there's more and more situations like this. It's just the ones that we know about. Yeah. Yeah, man, you know, you you gotta you just gotta be smart with it, but he probably gonna if she stay with him, bro gonna be sleeping on the couch for like a year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you open his love. Because like I said before, for but but you know what's insult, funny? Though, but you know what's funny? It's, what's it's an insult for them, but it wouldn't be if it was their son. If a not. girl accused their son of being her baby daddy, they don't have no issues with paternity tests. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Like, so, so right, it man. shows you how hypocritical women can be when it comes to topic like these, um, and especially paternity. That's always a hot topic because that's a that's a crucial thing. You know, like one of the most popular TV shows of all time, Game of Thrones, was centered around false paternity. You know, yeah. the king, I mean, the queen is cheating and every the people that think, everybody thinks is the heir to the kingdom ain't really shit. They ain't got no DNA from the royal family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that's stuff like that's, that. That's why they had the song or the, the saying, mama's baby, 
Papa's Papa's maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as Papa, you know, you got to pay out here for, you know what I'm saying? Your, your part, if you any type of stand-up man, quality man, you're going to take care of your kid financially and, and with quality time also. But we're just talking about financially right now. And if you're going to be on the limb for a kid for 18 sure. years or plus, you right. need to make sure that that kid is yours regardless of what that woman tells you. No question because, about it. You know, yeah, I've yeah. seen things happen, man. Where and, and even if you look up, you look up things in um, um, like state like Michigan, right? Men are mm-hmm. paying child support for kids that aren't biologically theirs because their wife cheated while they were pregnant. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. the, their laws say that it, it, yeah. any child conceived during the marriage, regardless of the paternity, they're like, how the hell does a law even get like get on the book, bro? Man? Give yeah. me the five years. I'll take the five years over 18 years of paying for this little bastard that ain't mine. <laughs> Give me the five years. I'll take two years, man. I've been in the gym anyway. Let's do it. Man, that's crazy. Uh, let's keep things going, man. We haven't been able to get to our DMs in a couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll, we'll, hopefully we can try to respond to a couple of questions that we had in our DMs. Uh, if you're interested in having your question uh, answered on the podcast, make sure you hit us up on our podcast. Uh, Hold a Husband Podcast Instagram page. Uh, Jay, what we got in the inbox, bro? Got a first. Well, we got a first question right here out of the New York City tri-state area. So our first question is: Risa out of Jersey City, New Jersey, and she wants to know how do you tell a man that that ha- that has financially that's financially irresponsible and needs to choose between parting or being in a relationship? Um, uh, I think that's a bad. Well, you should never try to get in a relationship off of an ultimatum. I think that's a bad practice, period. Um, If you are observing that a man's lifestyle and behavior is problematic for a stable lifestyle, it would be bad on your part to to, to put him in a position to choose to be your man. Like, because you're you're already starting off in a bad position. Mm -hmm. Because he's had, you're going to have to hope he makes the right decision that's going to be better for you long term. Right. So I think sis is, is operating uh, from, a, from a bad place right. to begin with. Exactly. I said, listen, if a guy if a guy shows that he's clearly financially irresponsible, then I don't think you should get in a relationship with him. Because getting into a relationship isn't going to change the fact that he's financially irresponsible because I don't think it's anything you're going to be able to tell him that's going to change that. So it just wouldn't be practical on your part to, to try to get in a relationship with that guy. What about you, SD? Man, leave. That's how you that's how you deal with it. <laughs> because listen, the red flags you ignore in the beginning is the red flags you'll leave four, five years down the line and maybe with a baby. So it's best that you just leave that alone. Like, I don't know how old dude is. Like, I would be more inclined to give him a pass that he's young, 25, 26, right. something like that. But if the dude is 34, 35 years old, and this fool still want to party instead of paying his light bill and all this other stuff, that's not the type of grown man that any uh, grown woman should want to be with in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? If she's looking for something serious. Because that yeah. dude can't lead his own life correctly. Where in the world is he going to lead you to if he can't do nothing with his own life? And part of being the, the head of the household or being the man of the house is 
making the sacrifices necessary to keep everybody's lifestyle, to make sure the needs are taken care of before the wants. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. what she just described is a guy that's the opposite of that. The yeah. dude that'll go get paid, go get a haircut, go get some weed, go get a new outfit, some new J's, and then worry about his bills next week. That's <laughs> not the dude you want to be, you know what I'm saying, trying to build right, your yeah. future or, or create generational wealth with. Like, exactly. how's he going to handle the life insurance bill? The, you know what I'm saying? Like, the car note. Like, you you have I mean, to be a damn fool to put yourself in that predicament and you knew that that's, that's the type of dude he was. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's a no-brainer to me. I mean, you guys, and that's how you got to think, is this somebody you can raise a potential family? You can't do that with somebody who's financially irresponsible. Yeah. And, and that's not, it's not like, like Terry said, it's not good decision-making. You know what not I'm saying? Part part of being a leader is being logical, being yep. reasonable, and then taking things into consideration and then making the best decision for your family. If you aren't logical, reasonable, and and uh, uh, taking things into consideration for yourself, ain't no way, you know what I'm saying, you're going to do it with somebody else under your helm. You ain't built for nah. that yet. You ain't ready. So she should just leave dude alone. What else we got in the uh, inbox, Jay? Uh, we got our next question. We got Neely out of the Bronx, New York. Um, she wants to know, should should I ask the man I'm dating for a relationship or should I just let him take the lead? Uh, uh, I'm going to say no. You don't You don't ask a man nah. for a relationship, man. That's, that's, that's almost <laughs> like proposing, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's the man. He he's the leader. He's gonna lead that relationship. Like wait on him because I'll tell you now. What if when chick used to ask me certain things back in the day? Yep. That means that I didn't want that with you, right? <laughs> if you right. gotta if you gotta ask a man, do he want to marry you? If he want to be in a relationship with you, he's not ready for that with you, or else he'd let you know, right? And typically what that does is it runs a man away because he's not ready for whatever reason. It could be good, it could be bad. He could have other chicks or he just might have cold feet and not be ready. But when Or she could be ready, exhibiting behavior that are red flags. True. Yeah. But when he's ready, he'll let you know. Anything before that is probably going to run him away and make him look at you sideways. But see, in no, my opinion, I think I think if anybody, right, I don't understand how you could be dating somebody, y'all talking, y'all texting, y'all having sex, y'all going places. How do you not have conversations about where they want their life to be? How do you not be watching a TV show and talk about kids or parenting or this and that? Like those type of conversations let you know where, uh, because if you have a parenting conversation with somebody that don't want no kids, they're like, I don't want no damn kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they'll express to you what they're, what they envision for themselves. Yeah. Um, right. And so I don't understand how people can be dating somebody that has a drastically different outlook or long-term relationship goal than they do. I mean, I don't think you should ask him for a relationship. Like you should just let him take the lead because it reminds me, Terry, it reminds me of the post that you had, like when you come into a relationship starting stating that you want a relationship right out the gate. So when you're trying to ask him, it's almost like you're trying to force a situation. It's like trying to fit a yeah. circle. Well, a, it's, a it's, a passive, it's a passive aggressive way of doing it. Because right. what happens is like, all right, boom, first date, y'all chilling, and she's, I'm looking for a serious relationship. Well, <laughs> even if you not, if you could be like, man, I'm just looking to see where things go. The fact that you continue dating her and smashing her 
she's going to be able to hold you to the will. You knew I wanted a relationship and you led me on. Like yep. it, it, it creates the door for her to blame you if this, if she doesn't get what she wants out the deal. And that's usually the stuff that make you cut a chick off because right. they'll start trying to treat you like you agreed to be her man. What you yeah. doing? Where you going? Who you with? Nope. You, let yeah. me go through your phone. Like, like chill. I, you not that. And then you have to start. You not my girl. You got to start hitting them with the, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like the disclaimers to remind them what the situation is. Yep. And that's what turns it into a situation ship. But you right. know what? Nowadays, yeah. a lot of a lot of men now tell these women, "Hey, I ain't looking for nothing. I don't want no relationship now." <laughs> a lot of women think that they will be able to change yeah. his mind through sex, through really loving him, showing him something he never had, and then six months, a year down the line, they like, "Okay, should I ask him to be?" In a relationship, sweetheart, he's gonna kindly remind you of what he told you <laughs> a yep. year ago. I told exactly. <laughs> everything you did was on your in your own free will. Voluntary. Voluntary. Exactly. Just like just like a guy that is begging for a chance, offering to take you to, to out of out of the country, offering <laughs> to pay your car and money. Like you're gonna remind him. I didn't ask you to. You voluntarily did those things, sir. But you you sent right. me that birthday cash app on your own, sir. Exactly. But same vibes. Everything. When a woman says, "Should I ask?" A lot of times, when a woman asks to be relationship, she's gonna go approach like, "Hey, what are we? Because we can't just keep doing this. You know, you're yeah. doing boyfriend stuff. I can't just keep giving you benefits, wifey benefits. Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Yeah. Oh. That, ne that never works. Not boyfriend yeah. stuff. Ain't no such thing. <laughs> boyfriend stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't I'd say that stuff. I wasn't even your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You juggled, you juggled both my balls. I wasn't your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You juggled them both. I wasn't your boyfriend. I didn't have to be your boyfriend for you to do that. <laughs> so what boyfriend Ooh. stuff are we talking about? I held your hand. I cuddled <laughs> you. That's not yep. boyfriend stuff. To to men, men typically don't believe in boyfriend stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or doing things like that. You know what I'm, it's just us enjoying our time right. or companionship. Like it is what it but, is. But but think about how women how much women put weight into doing stuff like, for example, cooking for you or doing laundry for you and things of that sort. Yeah. But you know what they ignore? They what, ignore my, everything you do for them. They true. ignore Absolutely. all the dates that you pay for. They ignore the trips that y'all might go on or the gifts you might give them and the same amount of sex that they're getting from you. They ignore <laughs> that and put their sex on a pedestal to think that it's, <laughs> it's so much gift. different from yours. Like, you know. It's you a know? gift. Yeah, yeah. Th their perspective on, on the interaction between men and women is drastically warped uh, for a variety of reasons. No doubt. Uh, uh, it looked like we up against the clock. We're about to take a quick break. Now, uh, when we come back, we'll be getting into our topic of the night, youth and beauty. Uh, well, we'll be talking about how a woman's youth and beauty impacts her dating experiences. Y'all are tuned in to the Hoda Hogan podcast, and we'll be back momentarily. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. 
In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships, and I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Hoda Husband Podcast. Tonight we are talking about youth and beauty, uh, and we're t- we're talking about how those two things impact the woman's dateability and her desirability on the dating market. Um, now we know we we always talk about uh, women have a biological clock. Uh, time is ticking. Uh, how a woman's dating experience is drastically changed once she hits the wall, etc. Um, and really, th- those are all referencing youth and beauty because those are the two things that women can't necessarily pay for um, and that they're extremely valuable on the dating market. Um, so I wanted to, to to just ask y'all, when y'all see a, a couple or people that are dating and there's a drastic age difference between the two, uh, do, you, do you question it or do you, does that raise your eyebrows any? For me, it, it, it don't really raise my eyebrows like that unless she it, it, unless it's a huge difference. Like she's 20 something and this dude's 70. Then I'll be like, <laughs> that's your granddaddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your granddaddy, your sugar daddy. That's what, that's what raises my eyebrows. But if I see somebody that's 20, a woman that's 25 and a dude that's 40 or something like that, I really ain't thinking about it or the reverse like that. I ain't really thinking about it all that much. No, I, no, I, I, I agree with that. I, I'm not, I don't think, no, no, like I said, unless one is old enough to be that, that woman's father or, or vice versa, she, she's old enough to be his mother. And it's like, okay, what's, what's, yeah. what's, what's really going on here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think that it depends on the, the age of the female, right? Like the age gap ain't necessarily an issue. Ten years, twelve years, that's not that's not a problem. But right. as long as the woman is a, at a minimum, I'd say 24, 25. Like if you yeah. eighteen and you a thirty two year old dating an eighteen year old, <laughs> I'm looking yeah, at you. Looks... I'm looking at you. Like right. that's suspect to me. You know what I'm saying? That look... Like that ain't pedophile, but you borderline like you know what I mean? Border, like, it's borderline you, pedophile. You you was yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so. To me, I think it's the, the the natural thing for most guys is to date somebody, uh, a woman, three to five years younger. I think that's most the the most common situation you see. The guy's a couple of years older than the woman. Um, but the things that make a man more desirable, financial stability, maturity, the, the ability mm-hmm. to be a husband and father, those are things that come with age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so yeah. the men that are in their 30s and 40s, it's kind of like an inverse relationship with women where a woman could still be fine and be getting a lot of penis at 30, 40 years old, but oh, she's yeah. not going to have as many men that want to be her husband or build a life with her. Whereas a guy that's attractive, even if he's getting smashed a lot of chicks, almost all of them are going to want to be with him long term if he if he's a mm-hmm. quality dude. Um, yeah. and that's not even the case, even if she's a quality woman, she's gonna have a bunch of offers for penis and, and shit. Absolutely, look at all the look mm-hmm. at all the um, you know what I'm saying? It's some pretty 40 year old women out there, a Ooh. lot of actors that we know, 
You know what I'm saying? No doubt. That's still the, single. The most attractive ones. Yeah, yep. that's still single, but they got plenty of dudes in ADMs trying to trying to take them to pound pound. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a difference, man. But a woman's, you know what I'm saying? A woman's value is the highest in the dating market. Only is what I'm talking about. Yep. When she's younger, according to men, and right. men's yeah. dating value is low what? when we're young. Right. But according you, to women. But you know what? Not. Not just that, as, as far as women being more attractive when they're younger, right? That's biology. Biology would say that they're the most attractive when they're in their 20s. You know, they're the most physically attractive. Physically fit. But see, I mean, well, to me, the I, when I think about the age, like, yeah, the, the physical is different, obviously, when they're younger. But with the generation now, the, the mindset and the skill set of the 23-year-old now, I don't think they built to be wives. Um, mm. Their mentality, their their priorities, yep. the thing, the way they go about things, um, it's not conducive to long term success. So no. I married my wife at twenty two, but she was built different. Like her mentality and her perspective right. on on running the household is is yeah. old school. You know, what it I'm was saying? a different like, time yeah. too. Yeah, no right. social media and all that too. So you know, it was a different time. So yeah, yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but these women now, you're right, you're absolutely right, dude. It's not all of them, but a majority of them aren't but, built to be wise. They aren't raised to be that way. Yeah, right. And Kevin Sanders always says this on this platform where he's talking about the modern women, whereas you know they want all these husband benefits. You know, gotta pay for everything, do everything, provide, yeah. and all that, but don't want to do anything a wife's supposed to do. Like just simple things, like you know, cook, clean. Do laundry, yeah. you know, take care of the stuff in the within the house. Yeah, exactly. Um, out here, out here dating. One thing that I all that I recognize a lot is that women, of course, want a more traditional man, right? And when they yeah. say traditional, they really talking about the money part. Money, that's really exactly what they're talking about, right? Do like well, my grandpa used to do, pay all yeah. the bills. Yeah, but on the flip side of that. They not talking about the traditional part that your mom and grandma used to play. They can't play that role because they weren't raised that way and they don't want to do it. They see that as more of a slave. Like, oh man, what? I'm cooking and cleaning? I'm more than cooking and cleaning. I got a degree. I got my own job, which is understandable. So they don't want to play that role. I get it. But the, uh, the qualities and the traits that those women had back then being more submissive to a man these women now they hate the word let alone the actions i think that has a lot to do with historically how um men patriarchy whatever you want to call it uh has taken advantage of women uh that they were dependent on men for so long where they couldn't right. work they couldn't own property etc um unless they were married so a lot of women were forced uh, to, into marriage in, in situations like that just out of necessity. Um, and so now it's not a necessity, it's an option for them, but the way that they approach dating and the way that they approach life, it, it becomes an option and that is much, much smaller than they actually perceive it to be. Because a lot of the guys that they want to be married to don't view them as wife material for a variety of reasons. Um, and, and so when we're having this conversation about the youth and beauty, one of the biggest differences between 
dating a woman that's 35 or 25 is the woman that's 35 is much more likely to have baggage, much more likely to have kids, a divorce, et cetera, trauma, something she needs to heal from. Um, So if you can get a woman, I mean, she's early, young, before she's got a warped mentality, before she's, you know, been spent seven years with some crazy dude or some (laughs) some crazy situation. Yeah. I think yep. you'd have a much better chance of grooming a woman to be something that you you can deal with long term. Um, no, no, yeah. And not not yeah. to mention, a lot of times at thirty five, right? A lot of times you might have a kid or, or two that you bring into that relationship. And let's just say a guy at that age doesn't have kids. He doesn't want to, you know, take in somebody else's responsibility that you know kids that he did not make. So that plays a factor as well. Yeah, see me. Yeah. I- I don't mind. I, I prefer I prefer True. single mom. Gently used single mom. <laughs> what do you mean by gently, gently used? used single moms? I'm what do you mean by like, you mean by that? Man. What I mean is you ain't got four, five, six, seven kids. You know what I'm okay. saying? You ain't got four, five, six baby daddies and all this your trauma. But what's what's more important to me? But I do like single moms. You know what I'm saying? One or two. Two what? is probably my limit. But what's more? Uh, uh, what hurts more in the relationship world for me personally is the mental baggage, not the kids. It's the mental baggage of dealing with so many whole phase men is what I call them. Uh, right. Different uh, bad relationships, the uh, the toxic ways. And then you carry that stuff over into these here new relationships. And that's what you get in a lot of older women that's more stuck in their ways and been through so much tra- trauma that they now carry that over. Yep. Whereas with a younger woman, you could probably cut that in half. True. Or, or by 75% if you catch them at 27, 26, something like that. Well, here's, here's my thing with what thinking about if I would, I, I, I would look at more so the situation in which she had that kid. Here's, I would... I wouldn't really take the thing. Now, if she has two kids and two different baby daddies, to me, that's a red flag. Now, if she had one or two kids and she came out of a marriage, I think that's a whole different situation than if she has. Yeah, it, it all has to be judged on a case by case basis. Yeah. Uh, but just overall, just a, as a woman ages, especially from the 20s to 30s, that's when most women are going to have their children because they have a limited amount of time. And right. that's one of the biggest differences between men and women. Men don't have that pressure. Uh, men can have babies throughout their entire lives. And as our fi- our finances grow kind of almost exponentially from 20 to 40, you know what I mean? Um, a man's in a much better position to be a husband and father in his mid-30s to 40s. Um, and so from from especially now that we live in an era where like if you a dude that you in your late 30s or early 40s and people are shocked when they hear your age, you should be <laughs> winning on the dating market because you right. look 30. So that means if you look like you 35 or in your 30s, then that means you can get with the woman that's in her late 20s if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like so your options for being able to get women is drastically bigger when you're a, a man that's older that still can go to the club and, and do some of the things, uh, have some of the fun experiences <laughs> that a, a lot of women are looking for. This is my this is my time to shine, fellas. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, MG. <laughs> no, man. Listen, you 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 absolutely right, man. I mean, you know, I drink a lot of water, people. Drink a lot of water, right? <laughs> 
Um, yeah. You know, you gotta, you take care of yourself, man. And as a man, when you're successful, when you're successful at what you do, you're a stand-up dude, whatever, and you look fairly young, you get women from their early 20s <laughs> up to their 50s, <clears throat> man. It's a huge range of women because most women out here of all ages are looking for you, mm. in essence, and not just you like that. But I'm just saying, a and man, not individually, like your yeah. caliber. Yeah. One, one that checks those boxes all yeah. over the world. It ain't just here in the United States. It's all over the world. They they all looking for the same thing. A nice looking man has got his life in order, man. And um, when you keep yourself together as a man, you got you kind of got your pick out here. Really, it's really what it was. That's you just had to pick somebody that fits with you. That's what makes yeah. it difficult for, for the single guys these days. It's, it's such a wide variety. It's hard to choose. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like on Netflix, it's hard to choose a movie because you've got 10,000 to pick from. Right. Um, so it, it ain't really like that. It's more, it's more of the, for, for me, yes, it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's more of the, um, the quality and the, and the chemistry. That's the hard part, not the choosing because you know, you can choose a, a bad chick, but if the chemistry ain't there, it's not gonna work out. So that's the tougher part is choosing somebody that you get along with, that you actually mesh with from from my standpoint on this subject. So fellas, what, what would y'all say are uh, some of the pros that come with dating an older woman, a woman that's 30, 35 plus? I, I would say, <laughs> no, I would say number one, a level a level of maturity i think for, for the most part they have a le better level of maturity than somebody they do i would say that's 25 you know they they have you they should they, they should, should. <laughs> it, yes barring any emotional baggage from from previous relationships yeah man you know what man i'm not even gonna lie to you like Oh, all the women are disgusting when they come to the bed. Man. They be just like these older chicks be different oh. because they like, hey man, we need. I need to keep you around. These older chicks be different when it comes to the bed, man. You know what I'm saying? They be more inclined to be understanding with certain right. things that you have going on. You know, a younger chick a lot of times want all your time, especially if she ain't got no kids or nothing like that. She want all your time and attention on her. Whereas an older woman is a little more laid back and she's like, oh, I understand you got this going on, you got that going on. So, you know, just let me know when everything is good. So that's a that's a couple pros for you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so let's flip it. So what are uh, some of the cons uh, that you would say that from your personal experience is the, uh, with the older women? What, what are some of the things that uh, you would say are, are considered to be kinds? um stuck in their ways with a lot of things man um you know they a lot of them are not really uh open to following a man letting a man lead when they are older and established already they ain't really looking like that for a man to come in and kind of take over and be the leader they looking for somebody to come and stand side by side with them and be this partner where they're equals, right? right. Until something happens and then they-, they Then go you back gotta be responsible. Work. Yeah, but you know, they a lot of them be stuck in their ways, man, have a lot more trauma and uh, some can be a lot more difficult to deal with. Yeah. 
Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I would say more or less the same thing. I'd say, number one, bringing past relationship trauma, you know, baggage into the next relationship they, they deal with other guys or they're projecting stuff that they dealt with previous men onto you. That can be problematic. And now, just like you said, a lot of them, a lot of times they can be stuck in their way, not open yeah. to learning new things mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, do y'all think that uh, we, this comes up? I, I just, I just got to bring it up. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's that big of a deal. Uh, body count. As a woman ages and she's going on more dates and meeting more guys, her body count is going to go up. So how much does that come into play in the, the, the discussion where you're looking for a younger woman? Uh, like, like you said, let me use the, the SD phrase, the gently used women. <laughs> um, man, you know, I, I think, I think for women, and this is just my opinion, body count, it absolutely matters. They, um, a lot of women nowadays, because of the looseness with sex and all that and the city girls and all this type of thing, they want to be like men so bad. But we know <laughs> that mentally- They're not built like that. They're not built that way. Most of them, some of them are, but most of them are not built that way. And they get emotionally connected to right. a man through the sex, especially if he moving her kidneys around and pushing a spleen in. Like she's gonna get emotionally connected to that man and um, it's going to affect them in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? That's why most women can remember the names of the Everybody. men that they slept with. Yeah, because they're emotionally yep. connected that way. And that remembrance and that uh, the emotions that you had tied to that man um, sometimes comes up throughout the relationship to where a woman reminisces on these here particular things. You know what I'm saying? And guys do too. I mean, well, not necessarily emotional. I think guys That's will okay. reminisce on the experiences. Like, oh man, like, yeah. like you see something that reminds you of a certain chick or a certain situation. Right. Uh, not necessarily the how they made you feel. Uh, you can just remember, yeah, see, that's you different. know. Your feelings are connected to it. Women's emotions and feelings are connected to it. Uh, exactly. Dude, it might just be a hard on. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Oh man, I remember her. And that'd be the end so, of it. Right. right. The thing with body count, I mean, you, I think it's dumb to ask a woman what her body count is because you're never going to get a truthful answer. And whatever answer she gives you, there's no way to even verify that answer. Yeah, you don't know. You know, there's, there's there's no way to know. But you should be able to see the red flag. Okay, is she for the streets or not? There, yeah, there my, most women, they, they talk in kind of vague terms. They'll be like, this dude I used to date. Or yeah. this guy, like they don't give you a name, so you just start writing a list, or you can start fact checking. Um, they'll kind of just talk about their past in generalities like that, um, general experiences with this right. dude or this dude, this dude yeah. from high school, this dude back in college, uh, to try to, to try to you know keep keep some type of uh, deniable plausibility when it comes to their body count. Yeah, but you know, I I don't want to know. Like, if I if I'm yeah. feeling you and I and I like you or whatever, don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know about your body count, how you learn to get that sloppy toppy like that. I don't want to <laughs> know nothing. Like, right. keep that to yourself. There's no need to broadcast it because I'm gonna be paying attention to you anyway. And right. you know what I'm saying? If you the type how of you chick move? that wanna, 
yeah, if you were the type of chick that want to go out with your areolas out or whatever the case, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Show promiscuous behavior or talking points on your social media where you're like, oh man, I love giving head and sloppy toppy is <laughs> like this and I make the toes curl and all this. I'm going to be like, hmm, you know, you're showing you, you got too much going on and that's right. not the type of woman that I want to be with long term. So, right. you know. But for short like, term, you just right. Of course. Well, short term, that's different. <laughs> you want to you see what that, because you want to see what that sloppy toppy is like and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. But you're not looking long term. Yeah. She said she had her tonsils removed when she was <laughs> when she was 22. I need mm. to check and see how far the tonsils was removed. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the the women that that um, create that type of vibe. Of course, they they're gonna create that you know uh, a casual dating atmosphere, but right. unfortunately, that's not what they want. Um, especially, no. well, we, a lot of the women that I see that are in their younger twenties these days, they want to live the Sunday fun day, brunch party turn up type of lifestyle that they see on social media, where. Mm-hmm. Almost everything that they do is centered around being somewhere in an outfit or looking fly or, you know, shining on other hoes, etc. Um, and and to me, that's a red flag because yeah, if you, if you really with a woman building a household, life is about more than that. Like real life comes in front of partying and turning up. Like sometimes you got to be Sunday cleanup. That's what that's what right. Sunday used to be back in my generation. R&B's playing, house cleaning is being done, and you know what I'm saying? You're, you're preparing yeah. for the week. Uh, I, I think um, if you're a husband material man, that's going to be much more intriguing or enticing to deal with a woman that can help you prepare for life than a, than a woman that's just inviting you Absolutely. or wanting you to pay finance her turn up. Um, so yeah. I think that's, that's probably the biggest difference between the, you know, the, the elderly women, the, the 35 plus uh, club that are still on the date market and the, the, yeah. the younger women. Right. Uh, yeah. If you go into a club with a chick and she hug all the bouncers, leave that alone. <laughs> red, red, fl- red flag right there. Leave that alone, man. But let me let me ask y'all. Let me- let me let me ask y'all a question real quick back on the back on the uh on the beauty and all of that stuff right terry you might not because you got you got married a little younger but have you ever bought like a chick of drinks or food or something like that because she was pretty just because Mm -hmm. nah nah (laughs) i mean that's like, like you just, yeah, you at the board, you, you like, hey, they tab is on me type, type vibe. Yeah, because because she was pretty, like in Miami. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm. Yeah, I mean, saying. yeah. That, to me, to, to me, that's one of the perks that come with being single with money now. Right. You and you can you can afford. I couldn't have, when I was single. I couldn't afford to just be buying. Like if I if I, I had to to I had to pre-screen you before I'm gonna take you out on a date like I that. Uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but but if I was single today with my income now, hell yeah, I, I'm I'm rounds of drinks. I'm oh, where y'all going after this? Shit, we can I, I can buy rooms now. I can suggest <laughs> all kind of shit now that I I got money to spend. Um, but I was I was balling. I was dating on a budget, and so that's that's kind of why my dad dating strategies were so efficient and so effective. Uh, I stayed in my lane. I stayed in my budget. 
and I found chicks that that liked my type of the lifestyle that I was already presenting. Um, yeah. So I didn't have to take you to the five star restaurant, but we gonna go eat. We can get some daiquiris. We can go chill. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you gonna we gonna you gonna always have a blast. It's just not gonna be the most expensive blast ever. Right. But the youth and beauty, the pretty privilege is real. No, uh, it ain't. It ain't no forms getting free oil changes at Jiffy. <laughs> not right. at all. It's the pretty you, chicks getting their drinks. Or even paid, the cook. Or, or, or yeah. even let's just let's just say you at a club and, and you have a section. The pretty girls can get into your section. You ain't letting like you ain't letting the fours in your section, bro. I don't know if y'all ever been to Miami, but they don't. I've been to Miami. Fours in the club. The fours gotta pay. Yeah, they let I've the been pretty real? girls in. Yeah, they I've say, hey, to- you, you, and you, come on. And they walk yeah. the pretty girls in. The ugly girls got to wait in line. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've, I've been to South Beach more Day weekend, right? Oh, out there, out there on damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no lie. Nah, I I ain't never been. Uh, well, I, I I I ain't never been to Miami to, to party like that. I'm, my layover was in Miami this morning, but I ain't get to I ain't get to experience it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, man. But I ain't been in ten years. But that's 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 how it goes down there. You but see, to me, it's in, in environments like that, that's where I feel like I'm testing my skill as a man at, at Kappa Beach Party and these type of events where it's, it's dudes with way more money than me, it's dope dealers out here, it's all these type of dudes. If just regular old me can, can be pulling hoes out here, yeah, I'm on my shit. That's how, that's where all my confidence came from. Um, so yeah, if I'm smashing the chick that the, the most popular dudes are shooting they shot at, that's that's kind of, that's the validation I needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not paying for nothing. I'm not enticing her with with gifts and money and, and all right, those other right, things. Right, right, right. It's an ego booster too for you. When, like when we were in Miami back in the day, man, I would take chicks home. You know what I'm saying? I would take chicks away from the club on yeah. a scooter. On a scooter. Oh, and it's dude. Oh, <laughs> I had a scooter. I went to Rolls Royce to go ride around South Beach. It's Twenty Rolls Royces sitting outside of the club, and she yeah. hopping on the moped like, and I'm pulling off. Like, you know, hey man, I'm more authentic than you, and I ain't got no chain. I ain't got on nothing. I got on a, a little express outfit in the club, and I'm still getting a chick. Like, oh, come cool. on, man. But the yeah. pretty privilege is real, man. With the with the chicks and their cool. youth and beauty, man, it, it's real. So- well, the one thing about the, the the conversation about the youth and beauty, uh, it it turns towards surgery, you know, and body augmentation. Uh, Yo. a, a lot of women spend money or do things that temporarily make may enhance their looks or make them look younger. Right. Um, but we 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 haven't really started to see how how the BBL crew look when they hit their late thirties and forties, right? Because I think I think things gonna look real. If you gonna if you do that, I think you're gonna have to constantly do it. You know what right. I mean? To where you gonna end up looking like Little Kim and all them, where you kind of look mm-hmm. like look the same, the side, the smile, the eyes, all the all the stuff. Yeah, with your face, the makeup. Uh, what do y'all? How do y'all think that, that that's gonna impact the dating game going forward? Uh, would you be okay with a with a woman that was like only had one or two kids, but her butt's a little deformed? Deformed? What I mean, she had about? a BB. She had a BBL when she was in her twenties, and now she's thirty eight, and, and it ain't it ain't hitting like it was hitting. It, it's deformed. No, I mean not not. <laughs> 
I ain't doing the form. Well, well, like, well, maybe that's a bad that's a bad word. It, uh, a a, a, a age BBL. Could you could you handle that? I gotta see it. I can't say. It. I don't want nobody to hold <laughs> no. me my words in. Like, you said, <laughs> like, nah. Man, <laughs> that's I fair would, though. That's fair. That is. I would just say. I would just say no. Cause I've seen some. I've seen some of the videos. Well, some look good and some not so much. Some oh, look like man. you know she got she got like a bag of bricks in her, in her bag or something. I've yeah, seen man. those too. I've seen yeah, like I've seen some that I I couldn't tell. I couldn't yeah. tell one bit. And then when I went to Dominican Republic, mm. I seen some of the worst body jobs really? I've ever seen in my life. And I was really? like, oh my God, what happened to Shorty? You know what I'm saying? Right. But so I mean it, it, it all depends, man. You know, cause some of them are really good and you cannot tell until, you know what I'm saying, they take their clothes off and you like, man, you got shot right there. Oh no, no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a little hole or something. You know what I'm saying? You know what that hole is from. They sucking that fat up out of there. So you know, it, it all depends, man. Some of them really good, some of them are bots, but I, I don't want this botch stuff. I'm good. All right, man. Uh, Looking like we're up against the clock, y'all, man. This was a real interesting conversation. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us like with our background audio. Uh, I, I also want to remind y'all uh, to keep donating to the Cash App and our PayPal yep. to help support the show. Uh, JSD, man, I appreciate y'all linking up so we can get this episode knocked out. Uh, I, you know, I, we had we had to alter our schedule uh, due to my travel, yeah. so I appreciate y'all coordinating with your boy. Uh, yeah. I think th- this is gonna be I think it's gonna be one of our uh, real controversial episodes, <laughs> but I, I really enjoy the topic. Uh, this has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us. Peace. Peace.